What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Mind Your Marketing Podcast. I am your host, Jordan Shelton. Today's episode is brought to you by Cave Social. Cave Social is a marketing agency based out of Los Angeles that can help your company grow online. Head over to cavesocial.com, hit that contact us, book a free consultation. They will be able to help you out if you're feeling stuck. Today, I get to sit down with Farzan Demobed. He is the CEO and founder of Lotus Sustainables. And this is, it's bags, it's reusable bags for a shopping cart. And on the outside, it seems simple. But when you get into Farzan's story, it's really remarkable to hear how he and his wife started a company and started a product from nothing, went through the steps, took the lumps on the chin. I don't want to ruin it, but there are a couple times throughout the story where they have a lot of money in the balance and things could go really wrong really quickly and a couple times they do and they have to learn how to quickly bounce back and really get back up to fight another round as an entrepreneur so if you are an entrepreneur this is one of the more motivating and inspiring episodes that we've had and it's something that you can all resonate with if you've went and tried to start your own product or start your own business so sit back and enjoy this one Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Mind Your Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Shelton. Today, I am welcoming the CEO, founder of Lotus Sustainables, Farzan Demobed. Farzan, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. I'm excited. I'm excited to talk you know, about sustainability, reusable products. There's been a massive push, obviously, in California and other parts of North America as well. I can't wait to jump into that. But before we do, I want you, I want to give you the floor. Tell us your story, how you thought of the company, you know, what led up to that moment and where you're at now. Yeah, for sure. You know, like millions of families across the country, my wife and I were just frustrated with all the plastic waste in our house. We just kept going to the store and getting more plastic bags and having to bring them back and forget them and really not having a system. So we set out on a mission to come up with a all-in-one system to one, help us remember to take our bags, but it would be a one set of bags that would really solve all our problems, that we can do all our shopping and had everything we're looking for. And that's when we really put our mind and thoughts and hearts together and, and came up with the Lotus Trolley Bag. And the traction ever since has been just amazing. I could have never believed it would get this big this, this quick. But, you know, we created a system that is a set of four bags. And if you can, in your mind, imagine accordion-like system with four bags with rods going across the sides that hold it upright and vertical in a shopping cart. So imagine filing cabinets for your shopping cart. So these four bags spread right across your shopping cart. They allow you to pack, sort, organize with your bags wide open in your shopping cart. So as you shop, you can organize and put everything in the exact places you want them. So we have a big insulated bag where we put all our cold items, not have to rush home. We have patented egg and wine pockets, so you never have to crush your eggs again. We have pockets on the inside and outside for all the small items. And then each of the four bags, they separate out. So you could use it as a system of all four that rolls up like a little yoga bag into a small little two pound carrying case, or you can use them individually. If you're like, you know, me and you want to run to the store and grab a couple of things, well, I sometimes take two of the bags at a time. 
but they're still lightweight two pound carrier. And it really solved our problem and not knowing how the market would react. We purchased inventory enough for four months and we thought, you know, we didn't know what was going to happen. We put it up on Amazon thinking that, you know, it would take us four or five months to get rid of this entire container of reusable Lotus trolley bags that we purchased. And to our surprise, we sold out in 12 days. It just absolutely went berserk on Amazon. Our video lit up online. It got picked up by a couple of amazing websites called bestproducts.com. And what we thought we would sell in five months, we sold in probably less than 10 days, which was the start of our journey. And from there, we've been growing. Our Lotus trolley bags have become a bestseller on Amazon. It's the number one selling bag online. The concept has really struck a nerve with consumers, both frustrated about plastic waste, but also looking for a more convenient, easier, all-in-one system. And we get this all the time. People just say, wow, those are so cool. Why didn't I think of that? It really is a simple, simple product. And if you go to lotus-sustainables.com, you'll, you'll see the image of the product, the, our Lotus trolley bags. But it really is a simple concept and has really struck a chord. And ever since then, we've, we've been expanding both online and in retail. We've gone from 500 retail stores to over 15,000 in less than three quarters. So it's been pretty amazing. And from the Lotus trolley bags, we thought, where else can we make a big impact in plastic waste? And that's when we designed our Lotus produce bags. And we've been expanding that throughout the country also, and that's become a big hit. But we feel very fortunate, very mission-driven company, and we're really on a, a mission to eliminate plastic from shopping. Very cool. Now. One, anyone who's listening, go check out their website. You'll see in the video, you only need about three seconds of the video to be like, ah, that makes complete sense. But I want to talk about those first 10 days or 12 days when you're moving the product. Was there a significant media hit that led to the interest on Amazon? Was there paid efforts or did it happen um, pretty much organically? Yeah, very good question. You know, when we first started, while the bags were in production, you know, I had to go overseas and, and really focus on making the best product we could. And we really, really focused on quality and, and coming out with an item we wanted. We were initially going to do a thousand sets to test the market. And I always recommend that. And that's kind of my personal practice also. But after I went overseas and spent so much time designing it and manufacturing it, you know, I called my wife from overseas and I said, honey, I bought a whole container. And that was literally our life savings. You know, we hadn't even tested the product uh, in the real market besides, you know, all our friends and family. Really, they were our focus group. So we had a little bit of input and a knowledge that, hey, this is a big problem in general that we wanted to solve. The first few days on Amazon, you know, well, let me back up. During that, those, those, you know, four to six weeks, I really embedded myself into Amazon. And I think that's really important for anybody who wants to start a product and be on Amazon. I think you really need to understand Amazon, the platform, the algorithms, keywords, and also competition. Really studying the competition is probably the number one thing I recommend, you know, people that are looking to come out with a product do. It's not as much about what you're doing, but it's it's more about what other people are doing and what's successful and what's work and what can you make better. So I really embedded myself in understanding Amazon and and really helping you know, make that listing well in advance of the product even arriving. The first few days, yeah, I'll be honest, it was slow. 
my wife and I remember looking at each other and being like, uh-oh, did we make the wrong decision here? We really didn't know what the traction would be. And it takes some time on Amazon to really you know, get that traction, that sales velocity. And the more sales you make, the higher you go up on the ranking, as you know, and the better it tends to do. So the first few days, we didn't have much of traction on Amazon. We really focused our efforts on family and friends and also getting to influencers and different websites like BuzzFeed, you know, like bestproducts.com. We had a video, luckily, and, and that's something I highly recommend is to get your video and content ahead of time while your product is being made, because that's how you can really leverage and get that sales traction. So our video got picked up, as I said, by a website. It just took off and and that really gave us our big start. Uh, we, we sold out in 10 days, as I said, most of our sales were in, in three days. It just lit up and then the review started to come in. And one thing I highly, highly you know, encourage people to do is to really focus on their customer service and to get those reviews because that really was the key to our success. Not only because we had a, a product that struck a nerve, but we really fostered that online community and those reviews and any problems that came up. You know, those emails were coming straight to me. You know, it didn't matter if we had to give free product. It didn't matter if we had to give extra product on top of the free product. But we really fostered that community and that paid off big time when our reviews were all five stars and people were writing two paragraph reviews. This is, you know, this is a product that really solves a problem. And when people touch and feel it and experience it, you know, they're just bags at the end of the day, but they're very, very unique bags. And once you try it out, you will never shop normally. You will never forget your bags again. I can guarantee you that we've seen that over and over. People tell us, wow, I remember my bags now. This is a tool for me and I don't go shopping without it. So really early on, our focus was just PR and a real big focus on reviews. I love it. And you know, you said it where you're like, hey, they're just bags, but they're not. They speak to a deeper mission, which is eliminating plastics. They also help with consumers having that identity themselves, right? When they are someone who is concerned about the environment, they're going to use this type of product the same way that you, you throw a check mark on a t-shirt and suddenly athletes will pay a 500% markup for, for that t-shirt. Okay. Now you're there, you get some PR, you're through your first set of inventory. Now, what do you do? Is this, did it take two months to get product into the country? Was it like, were you on a plane? Were you like, how did you then go to net? Cause the demand is there, right? Yeah. And how did you fulfill those orders? Was it pre-orders? What was that strategy like when you sold out so quickly? So here's, you know, we, we learned some very, very important lessons early on. One, we didn't think that we're going to sell out that fast, but we didn't really have a game plan either if we sold out that fast. We didn't, we thought we were months away. So, you know, I wish I kind of thought ahead, well, what if best case scenario did happen and we sold out in a month? You know, how do I prepare for that next order? You don't necessarily think that far when it's your first product, but I highly, highly recommend it. You know, you, we got into a situation where it was extreme excitement upon us, you know, selling so fast, but it was also extreme just anxiety and stress about, oh my God, we're sold out. We're not going to be able to get product for weeks. We don't even have this, you know, in production right now. So, 
you know, we we kind of panicked and we went back to our manufacturer and we said, whatever you did last time, do the exact same thing and we need it twice as fast. And we just said, okay, you guys did a great job last time. They liked it. Let's let's do the same thing. And, you know, working with manufacturers, they said, okay, yep, we could do that. Let's do it. Done. Let's go. Wire funds. We get it ready. It's going to take about probably six weeks to get our product. And we start telling people, hey, we're sold out. We're taking emails and we're going to let you know and pre-order as soon as it arrives. And as it's getting closer, we updated them. Hey, we're two weeks away. Your product's going to be arriving in two weeks. You're going to be the one of the first to get it. And, you know, we got our product in. And I remember because we had a full container of product that literally pulled up to our house. We emptied our three-car garage and we filled it up with product. We had all our friends and family here and uh, like a true startup, you know, operating out of our home. We unloaded all this product, really excited, ready to ship it out to Amazon that same day. We had our labels made to FBA and we opened the first box of product and it is completely different than what we first ordered. The quality was different. The logo wasn't even aligned. The material was off. You know, it was it was a disaster. I remember my mouth just dropping as soon as I opened the first box. And there was our second moment of panic because we've been waiting for six weeks. We invested our life savings again in this product and they were they were duds. And I remember looking at the stitching and being like, no, this is not we are putting our name on. We can't put this out there because it'll completely devastate all the great reviews that we've worked so hard to get. And I remember that was a real, real crucial moment in our in our history because I remember I kept opening up boxes hoping that some of them are good. Maybe some of them I can send to Amazon, but they all had small flaws in there. And I learned my most important lesson and it was it was a hundred thousand dollar lesson, but I learned that you always have to have a separate quality assurance team on the ground before your product moves out of China or anywhere else that you manufacture. And we suffered a huge loss because we didn't have that in place. We just trusted our manufacturer. And what actually ended up happening was the manufacturer outsourced this to a different factory. Ah. So they didn't even make the product. They just outsourced it to a cheaper factory without even telling us. And after the fact, you know, obviously telling the story, I've come to learn that this is a very common issue that happens in a lot of these factories is that they'll they'll do a great job on the first one or two orders, but when it comes to the third or fourth order, they just outsource it for a cheaper price and keep the difference and expect you not to even find out. Wow. That is a valuable lesson for anyone who's thinking about getting, you know, creating a product and getting into the e-commerce game or, or any type of game. If you're just trying to create a product overseas and bring it to have that separate QA team. Wow. So you take that lump, right? And what was the next step? You know, yeah. I totally could see that you open it up, but it's just like, Oh, it was deflation, right? Yeah, yeah. devastating. So, so now entrepreneur, I'm assuming you said, okay, we still got, there's still fight left in, you know, fight left in this dog, for mm -hmm. lack of a better term. Walk me through those next steps to get it back going. So the next steps were, you know, we knew we had a concept that worked. You know, we didn't have a lot of money. We didn't have a lot of track record, but we were seeing the reviews come in and the reviews were outstanding. 
right? We had a five out of five star rating, you know, probably 150 reviews and people are writing paragraphs. Um, so we knew we had something on our hand and yes, we just lost a ton of money and didn't have enough time to fix it. You know, we, we, I didn't, you know, I remember for, for the first day, I don't think my wife and I even talked to each other. We we're just in so much shock, but then all night I was just, you know, okay, what's the next step? And the next step was definitely not to go back to this manufacturer. If we wanted to get the right product, we couldn't make the same mistake again. So we went out and we found other manufacturers that made bags and we already had a prototype. So we got that to them ASAP. I ended up having to go back overseas and making sure and vetting them. But, you know, we really put a big focus on there and just accelerated the next order and had to reach out to all these people that have pre-ordered and basically say, I'm sorry, the product didn't come out the way we wanted or expected. And we don't feel right about sending this out. You know, we were just very honest and upfront with our clients and told them this is not something that we feel we can stand behind. And we ended up telling our clients, hey, it's it's gonna be another five weeks and you know we understand and we're sorry if you want to want to retract your um your pre-order we totally understand but we ended up going down the path again and this time the order did come in great it was what we expected and pretty much as soon as it came we sold out but this time we had already been ready to put the next order so as soon as we got those samples and as soon as our qc you know gave it the stamp of approval we knew we could sell another container after that. So we just kept that trend going. And this is the point that, you know, a lot of people overlook is that QC, quality control is such an easy thing to do overseas. It literally costs probably anywhere between $110 to $200. That $200 could have saved me $100,000 if I had done it in the first place. And now, you know, we don't, we don't even get a single piece of material even before it's even manufactured without checking the material first, checking it in between production and then checking it right before it gets boxed on a, is on the boat. So we do three quality control areas and that's been one of our keys to success because we all know that in this day of age, it's all about the reviews. And if you have small technical or quality issues, your brand is gonna get slammed. There's no two ways about it. So especially with Amazon being, you know, just so crucial to e-com. So you one, I love the story. And two, it's it speaks to really anybody who's starting a company or w working on a product or is like the iteration process, right? And putting in those steps. So now you're saying like that first order, right? It, no quality assurance. Now you have three levels, you know, three different checkpoints. I love that as a, a lesson to anyone who's listening. Now talk me through, as the company grew, how did you go about the growth strategy getting into stores in particular? Yeah, so that was one of the factors. You know, we really leveraged our Amazon reviews and Amazon traction to go into retailers. So we knew this was a success. We could take this and have any manager at any store pull up the product and see hundreds of reviews on you know, they're bags at the end of the day, but it's a new concept um, and they've never seen anything like it. And sometimes when you create something that is very unique, people are, you know, they, they step back. They're like, uh, I don't know if that'll work. And we turned around and we said, well, actually, it is working. Your customers are actually buying this, but they're buying it online. Um, so we went to our local Ralph's, you know, Ralph's is owned by Kroger. 
and we went to the manager and we just said, hey, what can you do? I'm a local entrepreneur. We created this product. I just need some advice. How can we try to present this to the right person? And when you approach it as advice, people are very happy to share their knowledge. If you try to sell them, it's uphill battle sometimes. So we approached it as advice. He, he liked what we were doing. He liked our mission and he really wanted to help. And that was pretty amazing to see. So we ended up getting advice and a contact at corporate and we went and pitched it to corporate. And we said, hey, we don't want to go to all stores. We just want to do a test. And we just want to be in a handful of stores. She liked the product. She saw there was a need for it. She liked our mission. And that's another thing I would highly recommend to new entrepreneurs is make sure you have a mission and a cause, something you're passionate about, because you're going to have to go and sell this. And if you don't have genuine passion for what you're selling, it's going to come out and it's going to be an uphill battle. So, you know, my wife and I are very passionate about plastic free and our environment. And this was something we could really speak towards. And we ended up getting into, I think it was 10 stores. And from there, you know, it wasn't a whole lot of income. It was actually a lot more work than income, but we had a foot in and we had a test market that we could really see and refine how we're going to merchandise this, how we're going to market this, how we're going to sell this. And, you know, between where our merchandising display was on day one versus where it is now, it's completely different. We just learned so much about that test. And we probably would have failed if they had said, yeah, we'll give you 200 stores. We weren't ready to go to 200 stores. We didn't have the lessons we needed to expand into 200 stores. Wow. It's like, you know, another example of iterate, start small build those processes and continue to grow with whatever path you're going, whether that's predominantly Amazon or if you're looking to get into retail locations with a product. Now, Farzam, before, well, one, unreal story. So thank you for sharing that with me. I, I, I love it. But two, if the listeners want to go and learn more about Lotus or connect with you online, where should they head? Definitely. I would say go to lotus-sustainables.com. Or just Google Lotus Trolley Bag and we should come up. If they want to connect with me, they can just email info at lotus-sustainables.com and that'll come straight to me and I'm happy to connect. Awesome. Thanks again for coming on the show today. I, I appreciate it. Hey, appreciate it. Thank you. All right, everybody, that's it for this episode. Uh, I will put all the links mentioned in the show notes so you can head there and check out Lotus Sustainables. Grab yourself a trolley bag. Um, until next time, I'm your host, Jordan Shelton. Catch y'all later.